0: Welcome to Align and Hustle. I'm your host, Kathy Spence, photographer, entrepreneur, and brand strategist. Each week, I'll bring you inspiring conversations that will help you expand your mind, align with your purpose, and take action towards creating a life you love. Are you ready? Let's do this. Well, hey there, beauty. Welcome back to another episode of Align and Hustle. I am so glad to have you here with me again today. If you're joining me in real time, I'm recording this intro mid-December 2020. I made a declaration earlier this month to bring on guests who would help you stay focused on the next few weeks to finish 2020 strong so you can kickstart 2021 with clear intentions and vision. But before I drop this week's interview, I wanted to chat a little bit about intention and planning and making promises to yourself. When I started this podcast, I intended to show up every week with inspiration for you, no matter what. That was the promise I made to do whatever it took to make sure that every week an episode would go out. That meant a lot of nights not sleeping. Or falling asleep and then getting back up at 4 a.m. to make sure that the episodes went out for the last 25 weeks. And last week, I missed an episode. Even with the best goals, intentions, plans, life sometimes doesn't go as you expected. And last week, I was hit by what I like to call a cosmic 2x4. Now, I know this sounds a little woo-woo, but stay with me on this. You know that voice, that feeling inside you, the one that gives you chills or head-to-toe goosebumps sometimes? There might be a thought that wakes you up in the middle of the night or a feeling or a nudge that something feels off. That gut feeling, that knowing. Call it your intuition, call it the universe, call it whatever you like, but I believe that This inner guidance system is aligning you to your true purpose, the direction you need to go in, your next right step. And you may feel it, you may listen to it, and you may follow that knowing. Or you may choose to ignore it, not trust it, downplay it, or shrug it off. And you may ignore this voice because of fear or self-doubt, or your limiting beliefs that keep you from taking the next right step in life. And years could go by and you keep ignoring that voice in your head, that feeling in your stomach, or the signs from the universe. You know, we all get distracted by various life situations, and we go through the motions of everyday life until something happens that reminds us that we need to wake up learn the lesson that keeps repeating, pay attention, or move in a different direction. This is what I call the cosmic two-by-four, and it's happened to me twice in my life. It happened when I was avoiding all the little signs that were pointing me to my next right step, and I let self-doubt or fear keep me from following my intuition. I stayed in my avoidance behaviors until a huge challenge came along and forced me to change. Do you feel like you know all the things that you need to do but you find yourself back in the same place over and over again. It seems like you're not making any progress towards your goals or your dreams. Are you tired of letting who you are keep you from who you can become? These were some of the questions that I asked myself when hit by challenges that I couldn't avoid, what I call the cosmic two-by-four. If you answered yes to any of these questions, I want to invite you to start living a life aligned with your joy, your hope, and your full potential. Life is too short, beauty, and we owe it to ourselves to play full out. If you'd like 2021 to be the year you finally start taking action and showing up for your life, I have an idea. I don't know. I don't know what it looks like. All I know is that I have a feeling that I need this, that you need this and I'm following my heart. I'm following my intuition. I'm following my heart. I'm following my intuition to create a space where we can finally live up to the potential that we know is inside of us. If you're interested in helping me bring this idea to fruition, I'd love to hear from you. Like I said, it's just an idea. Right now, I'm following my heart. I don't know what it will look like, but I'd love to have you come along. Please email me. My email address is info i n f o at kathy kathyspence k a t h y s p e n c e dot com with the subject "I'm in." <laughs> and you can also DM me on Instagram at kathy spence portrait. One of the cosmic two by fours that hit me hard was around my health. And because of that, health and wellness has become an, uh, has become an obsession for me. Um, I might get into that story a little bit more in an upcoming episode, but for now, just uh, to save time, fitness has become a top priority for me for the past few years. That's why I'm so excited to share this week's guest with you. Uh, her name is Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay, or Coach JVB, or Jenny. As I call her and her friends call her. <laughs> she is the founder of Team Strong Girls and now the president of Strong Fitness Magazine. I told you my guests would help you end the year strong. You can find her on Instagram at CoachJVB, at Team Strong Girls, or at Strong Fitness Mag. I had the pleasure of meeting Jenny and photographing her beautiful family when she was expecting her second baby boy. She is a beautiful soul who has built a business and brand empowering women to find their strong. She is a certified fitness coach. And if getting in shape is on the top priority list for you for 2021, this episode is for you. So without further ado, here is my chat. With Coach JVB. So hi Jen, yeah. how are you? I'm good. How are you, Kathy? Oh my God, you're looking so great. Every time I, I see you, you, you look, same with you. You look better and better, and so glowy. Last time you saw me, I was
1: pre- I was pregnant, right? I was almost I think eight months
0: pregnant. <laughs> I know, but you still have that gorgeous glow. It must be your your vitality you're just so you're always glowing pregnant or not
1: oh, thank, you. <laughs> thank you I appreciate you that thank you so much
0: <laughs> well thank you so much for being here with me today I really love the brand that you've built as a brand photographer I just I love seeing people really show up for themselves for their business and create a community online like you have So I'd like to, for people who don't know you, I'd like for you to give a little bit of a background, like where you started and, um, and what it is that you do and who you help. Sure. So my name's Jennifer and I'm a body transformation
1: expert and now president of Strong Fitness magazine. And we'll get into that a little later. (laughs) And I help women find their strong. Uh, because I truly believe building strength builds confidence in every aspect of their lives. And, um, I started strong girls because I lived most of my life, not feeling strong. And I'll get into that in a few minutes. But when I learned to lift weights and be informed and fearless of my food choices, this confident confidence flowed in every aspect of my life. Um, you know, I, I always loved fitness. I was, uh, a dancer, my whole like teens, uh, early, 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 childhood and teens. And then, um, I became a certified personal trainer at age 18. And, um, so I always had that passion for fitness, I transitioned into like the sports supplement company and really got absorbed in the fitness industry. That's where I met my husband Vince. And uh, unfortunately, due to downsizing, myself and about forty other employees at the time uh, got let go. And I'm not gonna lie, that that part of my life was it was awful. Like I, I was down. Um, I wasn't treating my body right. I was in my 20s. I was partying too much, doing really abusive things to my body. Um, I actually had developed an eating disorder um, and at the time I was actually still dabbling in like training clients and and participating in some fitness photo shoots because I knew some f- uh, fitness photographers at the time but like I, I remember specifically this one time when I was training a client on the gym floor and uh, I actually fainted mm-hmm. and it, yeah. And it was, that was my aha moment. It was the most embarrassing moment of my life because here I am trying to teach these people how to live their best lives, how to be healthy, how to eat properly, how to, how to work out. And I was the most unhealthiest person in the room. And that was really a moment where I said, I I, I can't do this anymore. And I had fainted because I was, I had an eating disorder. I was, I was, doing too much cardio. I was cutting out carbs. I was like over dieting and I didn't have enough fuel in my system. And I knew at that point, like, this is not what fitness is about. This is like, I'm not in line with my passion. I, I love, I love fitness. I want to help people, but I'm not doing that for myself. So, um, I decided to go back to school for holistic nutrition and like really learn how to fuel my body properly and eat properly and I ended up learning how to eat more food and at that time I I learned how to lift weights and I, I call this finding my strong because I didn't care about the scale anymore. I didn't care about, you know, if my body had a little bit of fat here and there. Like I I, lo- I enjoyed building muscle and shaping my body and and just and again, that trickled down to like every aspect of my life at the time, and it was just an incredible feeling. And at that point, I was like, I want to teach women how to do this. I know how many how many women are just like struggling with feeling not enough, um, and so that's what led me to Strong Girls and and starting this whole online nation.
0: <laughs> so what? So Strong Girls, you specifically work one on one, or is it in a group dynamic? With women, and you help them with their food choices, their exercise regime. Like, do you help them on like their own personal journey? Is everyone different?
1: Everyone's different. So I started with online coaching, which that would be like working with somebody one-on-one. Um, of course, it was online. So what happens is I develop a, a nutrition program for you. training program for you. And then you're checking in with me every two weeks. And I really take you through that success path. So they do normally, they come in the door because they want to improve their bodies, but it's so much more than that. Right. I take them through the mental strength and like leaving that, leaving the scale behind and, and really, really focusing on the inner strength, your mindset. And like a lot of, a lot of women have type A personalities. They want to be perfect and just (laughs) me, me, (laughs) (laughs) and just understanding like your journey's never going to be perfect. And to really have, I love teaching this. I teach this over and over and over again. I actually feel like a broken record when I say this, but I, I teach women how to correct and continue because I feel like so many women just like, if they slip up or if they have a glass of wine or like some cookies or a cupcake. And then they're just like ready to throw in the towel on, on their, their health goals or their fitness goals. And that is supposed to happen. It's just how you pick up from there and move on from it.
0: Because so really it's a lot of health. mindset work. Well, health is really a lifestyle, right? Like I used to, I'm the same. I had disordered eating when I was younger. I was so I've, I had my share of blackouts too. And, um, I find that still in my, I got over it when I was pregnant because I felt like it wasn't about me anymore, but I still in my forties have trouble with the scale. Like, how do you help? Like it's those, that number, right? That ideal weight should be between this and this. And now as you get older, I'm in my forties there's a few pounds creeping up and it's, for me, it's still very difficult to get over that number on the scale. Like, can you give us some tips on how to, how to leave that scale behind and what to do? Yeah. So the scale
1: is, is tricky, especially like when that's what we're used to doing. Like we're used to hop on a scale at the doctor's office. We're used to like everybody has a scale in their washroom and um, usually go on it every day. Right. Just to see that number. And it's really, it it can be challenging to get rid of it. What I do with my clients is we actually, I actually ban them from the scale. Mm. So they, they have to hide the scale.
0: You're tough (laughs) then. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Because there's other things that we should be celebrating, you know? Um, How, how's your sleep quality? How are you feeling? How are your clothes fitting? Like, Things like that, you know, we should celebrate those things more than just this number because we don't walk around with our scale weight on our chest. Like nobody knows our scale weight but, our, but ourselves and we're attributing that to like so much power. Um, so it's really letting go of that power and it is a process for sure. And it's only one tool of measurement. I tell my clients, it's only one tool of measurement. Like I actually do need to know their scale weight to calculate their calories for whatever goal they have. Like if they want to put on some muscle, if they want to lose some fat, like I need to know that number to calculate the calories. But I just try to give them as much information as possible. Like this is only one tool of measurement. Um, And then once they go through the process, our Strong Girls process, it's like they start to realize like, I love the way my body looks with a little bit more shape. And so, you know, if I'm building my shoulders or building my glutes or, you know, something like something like that, and they actually physically see that they don't really care about the scale anymore. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense?
0: Mm -hmm. And I noticed a lot of um, friends of mine are nervous to start weight training because they feel like they're going to get bigger. So can you talk about that a little bit? Like the importance of building muscle? Yeah. So it, building muscle is the
1: number one, um, uh, the number one, like age, anti-ager, <laughs> Anti-aging, that's what, I'm trying. Like, what is that word? Um, it's the number one anti-ager because when you build lean muscle, lean muscle in your body burns fat and l- muscle, I wish I had my muscle and my fat. I have like two, like I have a five pounds of fat and five pounds of muscle to show you, but five pounds of fat actually takes up more space in the body than five pounds of muscle.
0: Okay. Because I've noticed that I just came out of the shower and I noticed because I haven't been working out anymore. I haven't been going to the gym since COVID and I don't have those machines at at home. And I noticed my legs completely look different. Like they just, when I had more muscle, they look leaner than they do right now.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because muscle just makes you look a lot leaner too. Right. Um, it's just, it's that it's developing that shape to the body. Uh, and then also it helps to burn excess fat. It helps to um, minimize cellulite. So lifting weights, like unless you were eating, Crazy amount of food, or you're on some sort of anabolic anabolic steroid, you're not gonna get bulky. It's it's pretty impossible for women to get bulky. It takes a lot of time to actually put on lean muscle, um, so it's it's very challenging to actually get bulky when you're lifting weights.
0: Okay, I'm gonna. Now that I have you on the line, I'm just gonna ask <laughs> you a quick question because when I started using those press machines, I'm very quad dominant. So I found that my jeans got tighter at the beginning mm-hmm. when I first started losing or working out, because I did find that my legs got bigger, but over time it, it corrected itself, I guess. Right. So the key is consistency, like with everything else. Right. Key is consistency.
1: Also, you could have, when you, when you start to lift your body actually absorbs a little bit more water. So you're holding a little bit more water. It could have mm-hmm. been that as well, but like you said, sometimes you're dominant in other areas. So for me too, my quads grow pretty quickly. Um, But if you're also following a nutrition strategy based on whatever your goal is, if your goal is to lean out, that's all done through food. Okay. So if you are eating in a caloric surplus, which you're eating like more calories for what you need to lean down and you're lifting, you could put on a, like you could, you could either stay at the same weight or put on a few pounds. But, um, so that's why when somebody comes to me wanting to lean down a really great strategy is a caloric deficit paired with resistance training because resistance training will help keep you lifted. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and also have that extra burn factor for the, for your fat. Um, but you're, you're still eating in a court deficit. So you're not going to feel as though like you're, you're
0: getting bulky. So how long have you been training? Like how long has team strong girls been around now? Since 2012. So oh, wow,
1: yeah, almost nine years.
0: <laughs> and you know what I love? I love that you take them on the transformation and then you have a photo shoot to celebrate at the end. I totally love it. Other than transforming their body, what else do you see the benefits of working with you? What do you see? as an outcome.
1: So confidence is a huge one. I work with a lot of moms that, you know, they just come to me to start feeling better, you know, healthy for their kids. And then they always say at the beginning, Oh, I've seen your photo shoot pictures. They're awesome. I will never do something like that. Yeah. (laughs) But then along the journey, and like I said before, you know, they become fearless and informed about their food choices. they, they, you know, they're gaining that confidence of just their body and, you know, wearing new clothes. And we also have a, a strong girls insider Facebook community. And so a lot of the girls talk back and forth. And so they're gaining confidence there, you know, developing new friendships and, I see like, I just see them, you know, come into their own and then they decide to do a photo shoot. Not not every woman that works with me has to do a photo shoot. I let that decision be theirs. Um, But once they decide to do that, they get in front of the camera. I'm there. I see them. They see them in, they see themselves in this light that they've never seen. It's, it's amazing. Like they're almost like born again. Like they're just, they're so happy they're so proud of themselves their kids their family are they're so proud of them and then a, a percentage of those women that have done the photo shoot they they're they even become more clear in their life like a few of my clients have even quit their 9 to 5 jobs and like actually gone full force into creating an online business of their own whatever it is and some of them even get into fitness so it's just been awesome seeing that Empowerment take over, and they become clear, and they just come into their own, and they can make decisions, and they can live out their passion. And it's all started with eating right and lifting weights and finding their strong.
0: Oh, that's I have goosebumps. I love listening to these stories. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So the podcast is Align and Hustle. So for me, I always like to ask my clients, well, obviously, your even your transformation. It seems like you were aligned with your purpose. You did the work that you needed to do and this natural evolution happened with Strong Magazine. Can you take us through that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I feel like when you're
1: aligned in your life, you're living your purpose. Like everything is in line with your beliefs and values and your purpose. So. For example, like in my twenties, I, my passion was still health and fitness. My passion was still helping people um, find that too, but I, I was lost on my own journey. And so I, so when I was evaluating what I was doing in my day, it wasn't in line with my beliefs, my values, my purpose, like what I envisioned for my life. You know, I was partying, I was drinking, I was like not taking care of myself. I was, you know, over like had nothing to do with actual life that I wanted to live. And I feel like when, when people just have a vision of their lives or when they, they want to live a certain way and they're not doing the things on the day-to-day basis, like the actions towards that, that's when depression sets in. That's when self-sabotage sets in. That's when they're just not feeling, you know, um, they're not feeling it, you know, there's so much depression now. And, and I, I always like to say to my, my strong girls, about their anxiety is like action beats anxiety. Any little step towards what you want to actually do, what you actually want to accomplish, where you see yourself going, any action step towards that will beat your anxiety. Um, So when I got myself in line, when I started helping other people and I started really transforming people's lives, uh, I knew I was living my purpose and I was just consistent with it because this is really what I love to do. I love helping women. I love helping women find their strong. And then it ended up developing into becoming president of strong fitness magazine. Like it just aligned and I didn't really try for it. It just happened because I feel like I was just living my purpose. And and when you do that and when you're authentic and when you really love what you do and really love helping other people, I think just. Good things happen. It comes. It comes together.
0: Your vibe attracts your tribe. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So now, so what has changed now as president of Strong Magazine is your? Are you still running Strong Girls? Are you still coaching as much? So I'm not coaching as much, but um, and again, I feel
1: like I, I was sort of setting up for this, but I didn't know what I was setting up for. If that makes sense, like I I hired four other strong coaches, strong girl coaches. Um, so we have, um, my head coach, Jacqueline Phillips. She's been with me for two years now and and she has over a hundred strong girl clients herself. Um, and then I have Jordana Nadine and Tiana. And so they have, they, they have a lot of, um, strong girl clients, uh, on their own and I've sort of pulled back and I was doing this without even knowing why (laughs) um but then when this all came along it 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 totally made sense so now i'm really focusing on the publishing world and and learning learning that because that's a huge learning curve and we have some fun things coming down the pipelines we have a a strong membership um i also have uh you know an eight week challenge that we're gonna, gonna run with strong fitness magazine and i'm also going to be starting my own podcast the find your strong podcast oh, so i'm super yay. excited about that Yeah. yeah so there's lots of cool things that we have and then and it's just another platform to feature my strong girl stories because they are incredible i've been working with clients that have been battling cancer and you know it, just to have a place to feature them is really awesome and my entire team is so excited about it um so yeah it's just been, it's been awesome
0: so can you share any tips like going into, I want to ask, because you look so great. Is there something, like, are there foods that you don't eat? Is Are there things that you stay away from? I actually believe in eating
1: all foods. Okay. And this is where um, our Strong Girls methods come, in, come into place. Because I feel like everybody's afraid of food. You know, there's always some sort of new article saying, you know, you gotta stay away from fats and now the fats are good and you gotta stay away from carbs and now, you know, carbs are good. Like it's it's back and forth. And I feel like if we get closer to nature, that's our best bet. So my philosophy, beliefs is always try to eat a whole food diet at least 90% of the time. And then you can still have those cupcakes and a piece of pizza, whatever you you love, so you don't feel deprived. And this is really what I try to hammer home with my strong girls is that you know there's always a place for if you're I mean listening listening to your body, if you're eating too much protein and meats, then maybe spend a month having a, a, a eating more of a plant-based diet, but really learning how to listen to your body um, and not be afraid of food and don't like categorize yourself in a box, you know mm-hmm. like, to to not eat certain things. Um, and that's really what, what I, what I teach my girls to do. So they're, they're informed and fearless of their food choices.
0: So if they have any like food allergies or anything, you're covering that with them, right? You still can direct them in a different, in a different way. Absolutely. So when they start with me, they fill out a
1: questionnaire. So if they do have any food sensitivities or allergies, I definitely work around that for sure. Um, I'm not going to give them anything on their plan that they don't like, or they're sensitive to. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have uh, an amazing food sub calculator as well. So like I'll develop a plan for them and then uh, throughout the coaching going to teach them how to start subbing their foods So they can technically eat anything they want. Um, within the whole food realm, you know, so Mm -hmm. protein for protein, fat for fat, carb for carb. Um, but then we also have like free meal, free meal strategies that they can have with their family. Um, and that's really like, they don't, they don't have to, you know, sub out their foods or anything. Like they're enjoying whatever they want at that free meal.
0: Um, So when people are losing, when people have this transformation journey, are they, you know, is it, is it highly like, do they have to do a lot of planning? Is it very technical? How easy is it to stick to? Very easy because
1: I'm, I'm teaching them that they can have basically any foods that they want. Right. So my goal with all of my strong girls is that I teach you how to eat. So you don't have to rely on a meal plan moving forward. Like you were going to know exactly how to eat for your goals to where you want to be. Um, and that you don't have to eat the same thing over and over and over again. So um, there is food prep involved, obviously. So I'm going to be creating a plan for you. You see the plan, you're prepping your meals, you're eating it. But then along the way, I'm showing you strategies how to take those, take the foods on your plan and sub out for anything that you really want. Um, so it's learning how to do that. And of course, it's always going to be structure at the beginning and learning at the beginning, because if they want to, let's say, lose 20 pounds, there has to be that structure. Mm -hmm. But then once they get there, it's learning them how to maintain and that you don't have to continue to eat, you know, within a box, like with, with, with structure, like you don't have to eat the same thing over and over again. Like you, you can live this lifestyle forever. And that's the main goal, right? Um, There's so many diets out there, but you know, I get asked all the time, like, how about keto? Keto is okay. And it will work if you're in a caloric deficit, anything will work, but can you see yourself eating this way forever?
0: Mm -hmm. Mm. That's the thing. It has to adopt as a lifestyle. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The the goal with, with all my clients is that we eventually raise calories. And uh, so you establish establish a new set point for your body, right? You're lifting weights, you're building lean muscle, you're leaning out, you're maybe eating 15, 1600 calories depending on the person's size. But our goal is for you to always, for us to always increase your calories. So your metabolism's functioning so high, you can actually eat more and still maintain a lean and tight physique. So most diets, they're always lessening the calories, decreasing the calories. And really, there's no place to go when you're at the lowest, right? And that's mm. when people rebound and their body doesn't want to move anymore. Or, you know, they just cannot keep up eating the 800, 900 calories a day because they're starving.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: As strong girls, we always try to increase calories while still seeing results.
0: So are there any guidelines as you get older, like for your older clients? Because I find that after 45, um, everything's kind of shifted, it's changed. Do you have, is there, do you coach women at 35 differently than you would at say 45?
1: If a woman comes to me and they are 45, 50, 55, it really depends on their past history. So if somebody is, let's say, you know, approaching fifties, but they've been yo-yo dieting their entire life, then I know when I'm prescribing them a whole foods diet, it might seem like a lot of food and they might feel really full at first. And so I ask those questions when they check in with me, how are you feeling? Are you feeling full? When they say that they're feeling full, it usually means their metabolism is super sluggish because I've calculated those calories. They are in a caloric deficit, but they're eating more volume of food because it's all whole foods and they're finding that you know their metabolism is sluggish. So I do have to... Um, take that in consideration because I might have to lower the calories a little bit at first and then slowly incrementally rise them as they start to boost their metabolisms with the weight training now if somebody has always been into weight training their entire life and they have amazing muscle mass I mean like I said weight training is the number one anti-ager so if somebody comes to me like that and they just want to dial it in a bit you know like like shred down a little bit, then they're eating a lot of calories and they're fine. So it really depends on the person. Um, I think some. I think a woman who is smart about lifting weights and building muscle, like she, she's going to look young for a very long time, and those effects from age won't affect her.
0: Does mm. that make sense? Yeah. So for people who can't go to the gym now, is a resistance band still considered weight training? Yeah. 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 But- okay. Body, body
1: weight training, resistance bands. Again, you're going to adapt over time, so your body's going to get used to that. But if you're just starting out, then you can for sure do resistance bands, body weight, and then you might want to keep your eyes open for some kettlebells or dumbbells to purchase. I know it's a hot commodity these days, and everybody's mm-hmm. on a waiting list. But um, as you progress. Like you always want to progress in your training, right? And so that's something that we do as well. When you have a coach, a coach really established that program for you over time. So whether it's four to six week increments, and then we progress you from there, that's how you're going to keep seeing results along the way. Um, so if you, there, you can do a ton of things at home, especially if you can get your hands on a kettlebell or some dumbbells, they're there's no reason why you cannot, you know, make some
0: changes at home. So if you want to work your legs by holding weights, is that working your legs or no? Is it better to have like ankle weights for your legs? So for legs and for butt, you always want to do the foundational
1: movements like a squat, uh, a deadlift or a hip thrust. Those hinging movement movements are super important for the legs. So um, those foundational Foundational strength movements are going to incorporate your quads, your your hamstrings, every, your your glutes, all in that one movement. You want to, if you want to really shape your legs, you want to stay away from just doing isolation movements like leg lifts and that sort of thing. Like you can add those in, but the best bet would always be incorporating squats. So you could hold a weight. If you're just new to training, you can actually just do a body weight squat. Um, so squat with like holding a weight or, you know, there's sumo squats with your holding like a dumbbell. So there's different variations of squats you can do. Lunges are really amazing. So you can hold a weight doing lunges or you can do your body weight lunges. Um, doing a hip thrust, if you have like a couch, you can prop your back up against it and then do that hip hinging like a, like a, like a, like a glute, a glute bridge almost.
0: Mm.
1: So those three movements are your best bet to shape your, your legs.
0: I keep asking about my legs. I used to have these, be- like like I said, I was quad dominant. So I used to have all this muscle in my legs and I don't know what happened. It's just like it just turned to gush, mush, <laughs> but it's like overnight. I don't know. How does that yeah. happen? I know it's not overnight. It's like months of not keeping yeah. it Yeah. I running. mean, if you've had some
1: muscle before and you saw some great muscle definition before, once you start, training again, that will come back fairly quickly. Um, but you know, I like to say if you, if you don't, loo- if you don't use it, you lose it. Right? Right. So well,
0: you- that's with everything. Yeah. And then yeah. with cellulite, how does that, like, as we get older, are we just more, um, predisposed to, to getting cellulite or is it sugar and what we're eating? It's, it's, it really comes down to loss of
1: muscle mass okay. and your body's just putting on more fat. And so, uh, cellulite is genetic as well. Some people don't get it and some people do. It's, it's also genetic, but you can, um, you can help it. And that's just by, again, I'm going to sound like a broken record. No, no, it's, go, go. It's, it's really resistance training. That's going to help smooth that out, develop the lean muscle. Once you, you know, when you, when you, even you probably have noticed when you start lifting weights, you just feel, feel like you're lifting like everything's yeah everything's right your
0: butt just kind of goes (laughs) so what do you I know you don't like to say you know but for all of these type A's that are listening to transform your body can you transform your body in like say three months or I know you don't want to put because it's a journey I know I know it's a journey and you don't want to put a timeline but for the type A's like me like if if I wanted to to really train and and do something with my body, could I do it in three months? Is that fair? I think that you
1: could definitely see results in three months. Okay. I don't know exactly. Like, I feel like when you say three months, that's like
0: an end game, right? Like if you're no, I just okay. Because this is why I ask. Because last yeah. year I was very. Um, I was very focused on on getting healthy and I worked out twice a day and I was and I loved the I didn't realize how good I looked until this year I'm not doing those things <laughs> and I was like oh my god You're like, oh, I look good <laughs> but while I was going through it I just found like as I said my pants got tighter there cuz my legs got a little bit bigger and then I got frustrated and then I was like oh my gosh like how long is this going to take but as I kept going and as I was consistent with it it still you know, it was about six months or so until I really wanted it, until I got to the point where I, I wanted to maintain it. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'm just, so go ahead. No, I, I was just going to interrupt you there just to give you um,
1: an example. Like I, I will not work with anybody um, less than six months now, just because okay. I feel like six months, I mean, that's enough time to see some pretty dramatic results. Uh, but it's also time for me to teach you how to eat, so you don't have to keep relying on these these meal plans going forward. It also gives us at least four progression phases of the workouts too, because you really have to understand, like as you get, as you are adapting to the workouts, you want to keep challenging your body to move your body and still see results over that time. Um, so yeah, for sure, you can definitely see results in three months, especially if you're following what I say 100%. <laughs> <You're> listening <laughs> that to make yeah but I but I have different I actually am very honest when Mike when a strong girl comes and signs on and I actually ask them to choose their own success path and I have different levels so um one level is you know go all in and that means you know 100 and then there's another level that's like, I still want to enjoy life. And so it might take you a little longer, mm-hmm. but you're choosing that path for yourself. Okay. Does that make sense?
0: Oh yeah. It totally makes sense.
1: Yeah. So um, you can definitely see some dramatic results in 12 weeks if you're going all in. Um, but I would give yourself, I would definitely give yourself longer than, than just the three month mark. Like you will for sure feel and see a difference, but, um, why not just continue, right?
0: Live yeah, it's like stuff. set yourself. Continue
1: and, you, and you'll still improve.
0: And you're setting yourself up for success. by Because by putting that timeline of I need to achieve this in, what, 12 weeks or something. If you're not quite there or it's taking a little bit longer, then you have more of a tendency to give up, no? Or get def, defla- you- like defeated or deflated.
1: Deflated. And that's the one thing that, um, I try to hammer home with my girls. It's like, you are going to have those slip ups along the way. It's just, it's just going to happen. Like life isn't perfect. Uh, we can't control everything around us. Um, but it's, it's really how you pick up from there and, and mm-hmm. those little wins like correct and continue and get back on those little wins over time add up. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: So, so that- what, um, what's next for you, Jen, you have this big new transition and so like the sky's the limit. What are, where do you, where do you see this all going? Do you have a, do I have a plan? Yeah. <laughs> Not really, yeah, right? I'm, you know, tell me, you don't.
1: <laughs> no, I'm, uh, that's a, it's so funny. Like I, I, I don't like like where, where do you see yourself in five years? I, I, I hate those questions because I'm like, ah, I don't know.
0: I loved your first, um, your first issue as president with Lori Harder on the cover. Oh, I loved it. Um, it was. I love. Lori. It was great. Like it was, but it was chock full of so many, you know, so much like being the CEO of your life and her story and. Just, I love the, I love what you're bringing to it because I, I have been reading strong for a while and
1: you're oh, putting yay. your own. Thank you so much. We're, we're super excited. I just love the fact that it's like a, a women's magazine written by women for women. And um, yeah, we plan to do some really exciting things.
0: You know, I didn't ask you enough about, I'm going to see if I can splice this, mm-hmm. splice this back in, but I didn't ask you enough about, you know building your your business like were there were there times when you thought even though you were aligned with your purpose and you knew you wanted to be in fitness were there times where you thought i don't know if i'm if i can do this i don't know if i made the right decision going this way or were there any any struggles along the way you know what? there's there's definitely struggles owning
1: your own business because you know there's there's ups and downs. and I feel like if I feel like I should have taken business in school because you know you're you're so good like you're so good at what you do, but you have to do all these other things as well, like like um, you know, balancing the books and like all of that stuff comes along with it. so, I guess maybe my second year and when we were figuring out like taxes and all that, Oh my God. Like that was a real big hit for us. Cause we were new to it. Like we mm-hmm. were new to making money. We were new to like having our own business. And I mean, I feel like at that time I probably said, Oh, I don't know if I'm cut out for this. Um, but again, everything that happens, you know, if you correct and continue and, and continue on that path, like you're just learning from those mistakes. So I think that was maybe the only time um, when I had to do all this other business stuff. And I realized that I actually had to do that. That was, that was a hard time. Um, But I've never wavered from, from fitness and health and helping others. Like it's, it's really what I feel like I'm born to do. Um, like I remember my parents, they have, uh, they had a restaurant and I worked in the restaurant since I was 12. Mm. So being in that family business, I thought in the back of my head, okay, this is what my brother and I will do. We'll take over. And then when my parents said they were selling it, cause they don't want us to do that. They want us to do our own thing. And, um, I felt like I was, I was so sad and, and that's when I were really scrambled to, to really ask myself, like, what do I want to do? That's when I ended up taking um like I became certified as a personal trainer. And I remember like I printed out these boot camp things and handed them out to all of the regular bar goers like (laughs) after the after the restaurant's done like please come and join my boot camp I'm going to be having it at a park meanwhile these guys like all they did was drink all day long and it wasn't my right avatar but I was just so passionate about like helping people get fit and healthy and I thought like oh as soon as my restaurant's over you guys won't have anywhere else to drink stupid me but (laughs) I was like come and get healthy with me and that's like I just I was I was so passionate about it. Like I knew this is what I wanted to do. It was definitely not the right avatar for me to be (laughs) going after, but I mean, yeah, I, I feel like I was just born to do this. I never wavered once.
0: Well, I think there's that saying, you know, the goal is to be valuable, not successful, because when you bring value, when you are of value, success will just inevitably follow. And that sounds like that's what you've been doing. You've been value and in service. To this community for so long. And it just, success was just, it was ine- inevitable for that success to come. I,
1: I think so. Yeah, I, I really, I think so. And um, yeah, it's just, I, I, when I talk to, like, I still talk to a lot of my clients, um, like I talk to my clients daily and even my coaches and, and they really ground me too. Like, it's like, Sometimes it's easy to get caught up in everything, right? Like you're just like, and then you're just finding that your your days are busy, especially with this new magazine. But I, when I'm talking to my clients, when I'm talking to my coaches on a daily basis, it just reminds me that like this is like we're changing lives here. Like this is this is this is really what it's all about. Um, so yeah, that it, that just fuels me every day. It fills my cup, and I could not be more thankful for this opportunity more thankful for people coming to me for help and allowing me to share share my knowledge with them and help them and uh yeah it's it's just
0: been awesome well thank you so much Jen for sharing your story and sharing your wisdom with us today oh anytime I'm so excited to be here with you and I, I feel honored that you asked me so thank you so much for having me Well, beauty, that's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you have a second, please rate, review, and hit subscribe. Don't forget to share Align and Hustle with a friend. For more information, be sure to check out the podcast page at www.kathyspence.com podcast. I hope to see you here again next Tuesday. Talk soon.